You can kick them your fancy yells. You can take them by the flagon. But the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another Green Dragon short and the first one that I've personally been involved in so I'm kind of excited this is interesting new territory for me yeah uh, short, short form Maddie. short form, short form not, yeah. not long form which you would be more accustomed to that's right yeah I, I love the three four five hour uh, episodes I especially love editing it doesn't take me long at all I'm glad that we are doing this episode because I've been I've had it all bottled up inside me I've been following all the posts um, I'm sure you've seen the title of this episode so you know exactly what we're talking about but uh, I, I think today which is the day after it was an, uh, the announcement last night or the series of announcements I was reading through Facebook and about five or six times I started typing and I typed out a few paragraphs, uh, a couple of essays. I typed a lot. And each time I thought better of it and I deleted every post that I considered making. And I think that was probably the right call. What do you think, Connor? Uh, yeah, I would go uh, smart move there. Uh, hashtag um, good life decisions. Mm, yeah, yeah. Jess? Yeah, I think that's a, a probably a solid choice. I did the exact opposite. I was picking fights with everyone because it's it's just fun to, to do that online, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It's a lot of fun. But um, you know what? You know what else is fun? Actually getting together, the three of us, and discussing this in depth and uh, talking about everything that has been revealed last night. So we're going to get right into it with the first announcement, uh, which was, you know, a, a pretty big one, actually. They started off with a bang and they gave us the Battle of Osgiliath, which is the new... Uh, core starter set, I suppose you would call it. Mm. Uh, and, you know, okay, so what what's in this set? We get uh, three new sculpts for Ranger heroes. So we've got Faramir, Damrod, and Madril. Now, these are all heroes that already exist in the range, but they have nice new sculpts. Uh, I believe that I believe the entire set is plastic, so these guys are plastic. That's that's correct, yes? yes. Yes, that is our understanding of it, yes. Excellent. Along with those three sculpts, we have one sort of box of Warriors of Minas Tirith, is that right? And one box of Rangers. That is correct okay, as well. Okay, cool. Okay, so... Uh, be careful about saying the word box for it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's actually not a box, it's a sprue. Like one, one sprue. sprue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's mm. okay. Yeah, so a, a sprue of Rangers, a sprue of Warriors, so a total of 24 mm. Warrior models, right? I think so. We're going to go, like soft that's that is the amount look if we've got it wrong you can go and have a look but um yeah I, I believe that is correct and that that's it for the good side that's all you're going to get with that which is i i think fine it's a fine starter set for that what do you think of that as just the good side so far jeremy and well then we'll get into the evil after that firstly uh the rangers look nice uh i'm not sure that that the paint job is the way I'll do them, but that's all fine. They're quite dynamic, and they come with their own in-the-way test, which is going to be fantastic for rules lawyers. I love that they've got terrain in the way, so they can always have something in the way that's going to cause some FAQs. Uh, but I'm a bit disappointed the good side so many old models, and like the Minas Tirith especially, they came out in the Return of the King box. It would be as close as it could be to 20 years ago. So I, I would have preferred something new there, and I'll get to that a bit more later on. But in terms of just the pure force, what I like about it is it's playable straight out of the box. So you've got enough heroes to lead those 24 warriors, if I've worked it out correctly. So that's a plus. It's a cool little thematic force. I don't have a problem with the actual force itself. Is there an issue with the number of bows? Yes, there would be. If it's 12 and 12. Yeah. Maybe we've got that wrong. Maybe maybe it's twenty four and twelve. 
Yes, because you can't play them as a legendary legion now, can you? Oh, can you? Yeah, oh, you can okay. play them as a No, because you need the Frodo and Sam and Smeagol. Well, geez. truth. Truth, because what? they FAQ. <laughs> Jeez. We might need to do a bit of research, but it may or may not be legal out of the box for a, for an actual army. Yep. Yeah. True. I, to add to what Jeremy said, also, I, I think I really like the sculpts. I think they're nice. Uh, I think the Faramir jumping or leaping is already getting memed. It's Parkouramir. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm fine with that. You, you can have some interesting poses that are considerably different to what we normally get. I, I'd prefer that over just standing still and pointing at something, you know? So, I, yeah, dynamic and looks pretty cool. Happy with those three. And echoing Jeremy, I think I think we worked it out last night that it's 19 years old, quite, or earlier today. Yeah, 19, 19 years old. Maybe 18, maybe 20. Yeah. In that ballpark. Yeah, there are people <laughs> playing uh, Lord of the Rings strategy battle game or Middle Earth strategy battle game that are younger than the, the, models. the plastic model yes. sculpts of that- the Warriors of Minas Tirith. That in and of itself made me feel really, really old mm. when I heard that little tidbit. Yeah, it, it's it is. It's hard to state like just how disappointing it is that we're still seeing new products that are actually not new. They're nineteen years old. You know, um, that's just how I feel about it anyway. And I'm sure there's quite a lot of people out there. Oh, we've we've seen it today. There's a lot of people out there that are kind of feeling that same way. But look, and there's a lot of people who totally disagree and say they're a company and we've got to feel sorry for them and they only have a certain amount of budget and and poor poor little games workshop can only afford to put out models from 20 years ago. I've heard that quite a bit. There are a lot of people saying that, aren't there? Yeah, that's yes. it's very honestly a bit disappointing that, you know, all we get out of this entire release essentially is a kind of mediocre box set that's like you compare it to the other starter sets and this one doesn't even come close to mm. like I, I, whoa, 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 whoa. slow down one we haven't said what else is in it so i'm going to go through it quickly because this is going to be a short and we're taking too long for a short yeah, 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 yeah. had this out to be an hour it can't, it can't be as long as a stream so firstly you get another hero you get gothmog with his wag that looks like a comic book character i don't know what's going on with that wag it's bizarre it looks like one of the third party uh sculptors has made a wag that doesn't look like a wag so they can avoid copyright but that's okay the gothmog itself looks pretty cool new hero fine with that you get the incredibly old as well moran and orcs the same we got from palinor fields as well so they just keep giving these they must have like ten thousand sprues in games workshop that they're just trying to throw away because it's everyone gets moran and orcs and the same Terrible troll that's plastic. Uh, but but the really cool part that I like is this Osgiliath terrain. It's simple, but it looks really modular. It looks really good. It's definitely a step up from the old Osgiliath terrain. So cool terrain and a rules manual that includes the FAQ. So uh, I don't know what to think about that. It's good that they've they've managed to reprint it, but maybe resources going somewhere else would be cool as well. But overall, like if you're just starting the game, it's not a terrible box set. It's kind of thematic. It, it, well, it is thematic, but it's kind of cool. Um, hopefully, the scenario is allowed to play some decent games. You've got some heroes in there, so it's. I think it's okay overall. I don't have a big problem with it. And we've been told officially that that all the stuff in the box will be released separately. So if you want to pick up those those blue dice and the red dice, you should be able to do that. The the old cheaper ones, but everything else should be released separately as well. So that's, that's a positive. That's a relief because yeah, those, those Osculeth ruins. I mean, that's the only reason why I would buy the starter set. I, I think we, hmm. we figured the ruins would be separate because people are going to want to buy quite a few of them most likely. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, Oh yeah. Good to hear that. Yeah. The, the, the new hero sculpts will also be, uh, separate. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. It will probably take a while, but yeah. 
Speaking of hero sculpts, do we want to do one of the new hero sculpts? Yep. Yes. All right. Elrond. We need another Elrond, apparently. <laughs> yes. Although he does have a he does have a fancy banner bearer following him around this time around. Mm. But really, do we really need another Elrond? I mean, I thought the one that they released for Hobbit era was plenty fine in terms of like pose and dynamicness. Super strange that um he he has a banner with him, and that it's got Gilgalad's. Uh, <laughs> it's such a tease, like, isn't it? Sign sigil on it, right? Well, that that makes sense though, because he was Elrond. He was, was lead, yeah, but but he was Elrond, Elrond. Yeah, but Elrond would have his own like standard as the master of Rivendell, surely. Well, it depends if you're looking at it from the perspective of Last Alliance when he's the Herald or master of Rivendell when he would have his own standard. I, I just all, all I'm gonna say is give us Gilgalad. Just give us Gilgalad. I want an actual Gilgalad. <laughs> no, give it to us. Do it. No. Another Elrond. Give me him. Well, speaking of elven lords that look absolutely schmick, the new Glorfindel looks alright. I was going to leave it to last, but okay, let's let's rip into it. Glorf was the one absolute shining light of this mm, really stream good. last night. Uh, it, absolutely beautiful, honestly stunning. Some people were, even still would say, you know, oh, why isn't it in plastic? I understand that, but I, I don't care. I think he looks stunning. Uh, it doesn't bother me. And I'm probably... No, I'm going to buy it I, at some point. I'm definitely going to buy that one. Yeah, that one was a real highlight as well because uh, Matt and I were chatting throughout this one because we managed to be on the, at the same time. And that got us both going. And I think we both assumed it was plastic to start off with, which is a silly assumption because it's not a movie character. I think I asked the question, is that the first plastic one that's not from the movie and of course it wasn't so i think we worked out their formula at the moment it's only plastic heroes only ones from the movie but uh, it was just such an improvement and well maybe not because the foot glorf and in the arm is pretty good but that one uh, it still is an improvement it's a massive improvement on that that terrible old one that that's on horse without the armor it's something that you'd be really proud to put on the battlefield and want to play and it does look like a, a true elven lord so uh, yeah I, i'm very excited about this one is it anything special that deserves a stream? No, 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 of course not. But it's it's a cool model and it's done well. And they said it was a new sculptor, which is interesting because normally they don't throw their sculptors under the bus. But it was a new sculptor and, and I think they've done a really good job. They've captured it. They haven't gone exactly movie army armor and the new helmet, but yeah, it just looks really cool. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm super pleased that they didn't actually. I, I think the armor is so unique and, and interesting looking. I, I'm really glad that they sort of went in their own direction with that one. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. The other kind of the last kind of blister model-y type stuff that we got in terms of sculpts was the Galadrim Pikeman. And I'm going to be perfectly honest, as, as nice as that banner looks, and they've, they've said that the detail is on the banner, so you can pick it out. Did we really, really need more Galadrim Pike? Like another alternate sculpt that doesn't really look that different from the sculpts we've already got. It's it's interesting because I feel this release out of all of well, Glorfindel and the Guards of Gladrum Court, they've actually grouped them together as a sort of one release on the uh, website here. I'm looking at on on Warhammer Community, which is odd because they're not in the same army list. But now that I think about it, I wonder if the these two decisions, so these two different blisters, are. Are made as sort of a demand in terms of gameplay because I feel like Glorfindel very popular, right? Very yeah. strong elven hero. Everyone um, loves the Glorf. The unbending resolve is the, probably the big sticking point for him. Yep. Did not have an existing mounted model wearing armor. True. So makes sense from a gameplay perspective. And I think Guards of the Gladden Court one of the most popular models I think going around because of that fight six and the Pikes and That's you know true. amongst other things. So, uh, yeah, I I think maybe 
that could be why we see that release. I think the sculpts themselves disappoint. Like, yeah, what, could, what more could they have done? I, I'm sure they could have done something because they didn't. They didn't really. There wasn't wasn't much inspiration with these ones, was there? Yeah, no. I I I felt they were very. These are lackluster. Like, I'm looking at the picture now, and I'm like, compared to what we're upgrading from, it, it is not worth the price tag that you would have to pay to get them. Mm. Jeremy? Yeah, well, we don't know what the price is, and, and the banner is really nice, but the, I don't know, the proportions look slightly different from the other ones. Maybe the other ones' heads are too big, and these heads are too small, or somewhere in the middle. I'm not quite sure, but I think um, because we get such a, a small amount of releases, uh, it kind of is disappointing to double up on something that was, was fine already, and the poses themselves aren't particularly dynamic, and imagine if we got like a new set of elves or like the the guard for Gilgalad or or anything like that would have been much nicer so i think i think probably our disappointment more than anything is we know we're not going to get a whole lot of stuff here why couldn't it have been something else that we 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 want more of these these ones were perfectly fine why can't we finally get decent uh what was it foot foot black numenorians and and things like that that are absolutely terrible disgusting models and they they won't replace them whereas they'll replace ones that are okay and yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure why i'm I'm not gonna speculate why because it's it's gonna i'll speculate on other things but yeah it's it's not for us probably because we've got heaps of the old metal ones hopefully hopefully they're not as floppy speared as the the uh the fine cast terrible ones that they had for a while where not a single person could ever have a straight spear that's true i'm sure there are reasons i'm sure there are reasons why they make these decisions but yeah, it, it's beyond me. Mm. The last, the last point, and we've got it in front of you. Yeah, there. yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I have, I have a lot of opinions about these. Um, the battle hosts, which they released: Isengard, Rohan, Mordor, and Minister. So the big four. No, 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 no. Isengard is not in the big four. Sorry, Isengard. Isengard is not in the big four. They played in one battle and lost it. They're they're not a part of the big four. Dunland is not not Isengard. Okay, okay. Well. Jeremy's bias aside, um, Isengard are losers. Losers. Um, I'm just baffled with why they went with this direction for the battle host because I think a lot of people pointed out online you don't really get a playable points match army for competitive events or even just casual tournament events out of these battle hosts. You get one hero of Valor slash Legend that can lead 15 guys, sure, but that's not what else you get in the box. You need, at the very least, a captain kicking around there. And I just, I scratch my head. If you're going to make these battle boxes and stuff, why haven't they included a captain model or use the resources? Like, instead of using the resources that they had to make, say, the Galadrian Pikeman, use that to make, a I don't know, a multi-part captain kit that you can turn into any captain of man or a multi-part orc kit that you could turn into an uruk or an orc depending on what army you're taking and then be able to you know sneak one of those like you know small plastic sets into the battle hosts and away you go it's like you've got your big you know iconic hero and the extra hero you need to actually play a proper game against any other established member of the community i've got a theory on that kylie my theory is hit me Okay, okay, hear me out, hear me out. This is a little bit conspiracy-like, but but uh, brace yourself, brace yourself. You have been warned. Maximum profits for minimum effort. Yeah, I, I think uh, in terms of the effort shown here, what you're talking about, Kylie, is the absolute extra mile that would be, you know, fantastic. And, mm. and we would all love it, and it'd be great. They didn't even have to do that. They just had to release four boxes with a 500 points or so playable army in them, yeah. and they failed to do that. Uh, yeah. The Rohan one, I think, is legal, but I doubt it gets to anywhere near 500. No, it's not legal. It's not legal either? 
No, you get e- twelve. Well, you could make it legal by not taking all the foot models. Yeah, that's right. I, and I, having I them that. spare spare for dismount, but even yeah, still, that's dismounts. that's that's one warband that's going to equal maybe three hundred points. Yeah. But but yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's the only one that was technically legal as long as you use uh, half your warriors as dismounts. But it's got thirty two models in it. So we've got two for the oh. heroes. It's got oh, it's got mind. thirty it's got two models. boxes worth of. Um... Never mind. It's not even close to legal. Yeah. Yeah. It's got it's got twenty four infantry. Yeah. So yeah, missing so, a whole so captain. Take it. A whole captain is yeah. missing out of that box. Never mind. Never mind. All right. Well, um, gee whiz, that's. Uh... I think I think that's like the biggest disappointing thing about those boxes is that that on stream they talked about this is this is for beginners for new people to come into the hobby and the moment someone gets this paints it up and walks into a store organizes a game with someone on the internet they're gonna rock up with their newly painted miniatures and be told that's not legal. Yeah. And that, that is, like, the quintessential thing that, like, bothers me the most is that all it would take is minimal effort and you would have got a much bigger bang for your box. No, it's people just... love this. They love it. There's sprues that people have been wanting for so long. People have wanted to buy, be able to buy plastic orcs and plastic warriors of Rohan and, pla- I don't know why anyone would Isengard. Someone wants Isengard and Minas Tirith. They want those and they've wanted these ones that have been available. But now you can buy them all at once. And, look, it may it may be a decent price point. It might not be, but it may be. It might be you might get, like, a, the hero for free or something like that, which might be okay. But the problem I have with them more than anything is I don't know who they're aimed for. They say they're for beginners, but you're right, they're not an army. And there's no repeat purchase value out of them because you only need one of the heroes in there. So they're unique heroes. So... Like, if they're just there to bulk up your army and sell sprues, like, it would be better than just not to have the hero in there. Just have it so it's essentially a bundle deal of troops that you can get more for, for less price. So I'm really not sure where it sits. It's I think it's probably to, to make a pretty box and sit on shelf somewhere. Unless the price point is an absolute bargain. Yeah, I, yeah. I just can't see the selling. I don't understand. Like, it, it almost feels... I, I don't want to say it, but it, it feels like they're trying to trick people coming into the game they're trying to say hey here's an easy way to get in the game but they haven't actually done <laughs> made it convenient at all and like you look at the starter boxes and the battle host stuff that they would do for 40k in fantasy and they're a lot you get much more bang for your buck it's a lot more easier to step into a game straight out of the box with what you get from you know 40k and 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 um age of sigma at least from my quick perusing through the web store for like the new 40k stuff like there's a whole, you know, combat patrol for Gene Steel Occults that you get much more of what you would actually play on a tabletop than what you would get with these Lord of the Rings hosts. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, and you have to take into consideration it's a skirmish game, right? Yeah, that's, so that's true. The, it, it's understandable that they wouldn't try and sell you a larger army, which actually I think is one of the better things about these. They're not well, huge. <laughs> model for model. There's more models in these than the new, like, stuff you can get for 40k. Model yeah. for model. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm. Weird. At the risk of pushing this into not a short, um, I'm going to say my final thoughts on Go these ones because I, I know we're being we seem to be quite negative about it, and I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. Like a lot of this stuff isn't for us for a starters. Like we're we're not. It's probably people who have just recently got back into the game or who don't have as big a collection or something like that. So I think we've got a little bit of bias there with that. But this this whole release screams to me trying to get as much stuff, stretch as much stuff out from as minimum resources as absolutely possible. And I'm not saying that is necessarily a bad thing. I think the Middle Earth team has probably said, they've said, we want as much stuff as we can. Here, here, give us give us as much as we can. I, I'm assuming that. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're saying, no, we want to do as little as possible. Maybe. But whoever, the higher-ups have said, 
this is what you get. You get three, three plastic sprues, a couple of resin things, and some terrain. And disheartenedly, they've got, okay, so how can we stretch this out to be as many releases as possible? And the answer is, of course, to just reuse stuff you have. So this sort of reusing heroes and plastics that you've got, which now cost nothing to produce, is probably a solid way of just building up your budget. Whether that's going to help us as customers, I, I sort of doubt that. But I think it's it, it looks like the Middle Earth team has really tried to try and get some value out of not a lot, and I don't know that I don't know they've necessarily been successful. I think that's going to come down to the pricing and what the community thinks and all that sort of stuff. And once again, I think we're we're probably coming from a different point of view than a lot of people. But it, it these ones especially these these battle hosts scream like let's try and and just get as much as we can from from stuff we've already produced. And they the box itself is probably the most expensive thing to produce in that, at this point in time. Like the sprues have well and truly paid for themselves and they're costing nothing to, to produce. So it's that pretty box that they're coming in. That's probably worth more than the models inside. And look, it, it will look nice on a shelf. If someone hasn't seen the game, seeing the Minas Tirith battle host with, with Gandalf, with a nice Gandalf in there and some Knights of Minas Tirith and some infantry at the back, looks pretty cool. It looks like a nice advertising for the game, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just essentially advertising, um, or just trying to to up the budget by getting as much stuff. But no, I'm I'm not that confident that that, that it's it's amazing releases. I know that that some people that I've discussed with online have talked about how this is the best thing for the game ever, and all this sort of stuff. And I'm I'm not sure that's the case. It kind of worries me that when we've got a new Lord of the Rings series coming out, that this is what's coming out of Games Workshop. But it is what it is, and and we've got Glorfindel, so that's a good thing. I'm over. I'm done. Interesting thoughts, Jeremy. Interesting. I, I, you know what? I think those are some. I think some fair points to end this on. Unless you've got something to say, Matt. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I think you're right that it's it's simply not for us. A lot of the stuff that's coming out. I think you're right that they've had to stretch the resources that they have, and it, it totally makes sense. I, I don't think the Middle Earth team's out there going, "Huh, let's." Let's screw everybody over and make as much money as we can. Nah, well, there's no way. Only, I, I don't think two of them are. I think there might be one sneaky one in there that is trying to do that. <laughs> Who knows? I won't name just, which one. <laughs> it's just, if, if they're trying to stretch it out and, and get as much stuff out there, though, like, if you could save a little bit of, and, like, jig things around just a little bit more by dropping one of those releases, why would you not do it? Like, I don't know the obviously we don't know the inner workings of games workshops and the decision making processes, but like it seems like they're always aiming for short short term games rather than trying to get some long term games and get people solidified in the hobby more than just trying to make a quick buck of someone who's moderately interested. They don't want people to stay in the hobby. They want us to go to Warhammer forty thousand or Horace Heresy. Yeah. That's well that's depressing that's as is, anything so. is and mm. honestly th- that just makes me want to cry. Yeah, that just makes me want to cry. It is it is a sad like state when that when it does feel like that's the case. But look, we're all still here. We're all still enjoying the game, and we get some new stuff. And we get a cool Glorfindel. Yeah, and we have twenty years worth of books to go back to if they are uh, you know yeah. decide to close I, I, up. I shop. think you know ten years ago, if you'd said to me, "Hey, in ten years there's going to be a sick looking mounted armored Glorfindel," I would have been like, "Hell yeah," you know. I wouldn't need anything else from the game. So, I, you know, as disappointing <laughs> as it is to sort of look at this and go, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? At least we get something. I, I, I'm honestly, I, I really True. do. I do kind of feel that sentiment at this it point. Is, it is better than the 23-month drought we had with no new releases from Games Workshop. That was a scary all, one, wasn't all, it? All those years ago. Yeah. And the yeah. only reason why we got a release in was because they're about to lose their license. Mm. 
Anyway. Yeah, I think a lot of it was the, was the build-up, though. It was a massive build-up, and, and people were talking it up, and the company was talking it up, and, and it, it wasn't really the, the release for us. So that's... That was a mistake, I guess that's honestly. where some of the disappointment is. Yeah. I, I, it did... I, I realise now that the reason they were talking it up so much is because like, I think they wanted uh, some of the the people who only play 40K and, and fantasy to come over and have a look, or whatever fantasy's hmm. called now, I don't know. Um, Age of Sigma. Yeah, sure. Uh to come over and have a look at it and maybe introduce their friends to it who aren't interested in miniatures but are interested in Lord of the Rings, which I'm sure there is a lot of people like that out there uh, and who may become interested in it. I, there has to be some reason that they've done the things that they've done. Otherwise, everything is chaos and we're all just uh, souls floating in the void, aren't we? Yeah, and if you're in Games Workshop and you have a reason, once again, the invitation is open to come on the podcast. I'm going to keep inviting yes. you. I know you keep saying you're not allowed to, but feel free to come and rebut us. Go on, tell yeah. us where we're wrong. Please do. Come on. Yeah. Challenges. We'd like to hear about it. What you, what you think, personally. We are always open for a hearty discussion with yep. the powers that be. Okay. I, I, I think that's it for this one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, you know, and on a happy note, I'm, I'm going to go get Glorf now. I'm going to go buy him now. Cool. Yeah. Well, on a oh, less, as as less happy note, and more of a predictable note, Traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.